0: Blog Talk Radio He was up each morning With the dawn Because he knew His daily run Was long and hard And he had to be ready To get his freight train Down the track Determination he would never lack
1: the little
0: locomotive called Braid Train Freddy.
1: Hi everyone, <clears throat> welcome to Getting on Top. I'm your host Paul Morris <clears throat> and we're here Tuesdays from 4 to 4.30 p.m. That's East Coast time and um, we broadcast from the Southern Hudson Valley region of New York State. For your out-of-towners, that's just the northern suburbs of New York City, which is my hometown. And um, we do have a call-in number if someone wants to uh, call and make a comment or ask a question about this esoteric topic we're talking about today. Uh, The meaning of life, pretty much. Does life have intrinsic meaning? And I'll be happy to, uh, to answer your questions as best I can. And the call-in number is one three four seven two one five nine four five six. Uh That little ditty uh, that you just heard was called Freight Train Freddy from the Children's Rhyming Story, uh children's book of the same name, which I wrote about a year ago. And the person who wrote and sang the song is Peter Tazon, a very talented gentleman. He is also the illustrator of the book, and he really draws beautiful uh, pictures. He also has his own website, <clears throat> and if you'd like to check it out, go to ftfcreations.com. dot com. That's ftf, as in Freight Train Freddy, creations. dot com. You'll see some of Peter's beautiful pictures, and you could also read some of my rhymes, and you could purchase the ebook for two ninety nine for the uh, Kindle, iPod. I mean, for the Kindle or the uh, Apple iPod, and the iPod also has a complete song on it. In addition, you can purchase a soft-covered version on the website and make a great Christmas gift. I'd say children anywhere from 6 to 12 or of any age, uh, younger children like it because because of the rhyme, and a lot of people love uh, uh, trains. It's about a uh, freight train, of course, in the 19th century, riding around uh, on its daily run. Uh, so check it out, and um, also, if you'd like to find out more about me, Paul Morris, you can go to depressivesanonymous.org. dot org. That's D E P R E S S I V E S A N O N Y M O U S. dot org. And you'll find out what depression is really, what really causes it, and um, a lot of other interesting facts about it you probably did not know, as most of the medical community is uh, still searching for answers. I think you'll find the answers intriguing. Um, So let's get on with uh, today's program. Today we're talking about, does life have intrinsic meaning? If life is life meaningful all on its own, or are we just born, or does being born and dying have inherent value, or is there more to it than that? Why do people follow religions, take up causes, create things that may or may not be considered art, and search for the meaning of life? People are always saying about finding the meaning in life and so on. Is there, if life, already has meaning, then why do we have to search for it? Um, So, again, you're invited to call in if you have a comment or question. Uh, Let me start off by reading a somewhat whimsical uh, poem that I wrote on the subject of life. It's called, What is Life? So what is life? It's only this. Drink some beer and take a piss. There may be more. I'm sure there is. Some are hers and some are his. Now let me see. It seems so deep. It may be found in some vast heap. A heap of what, you may well ask? And, in what, great wis- and in, in what great wisdom do we bask? But why ask me what do I know? Just like you, I'm to and fro. I may blow hard and toot my horn. Then turn around and find I'm shorn. Sometimes I think I know what's what. That's when I get it in the butt. I rant and and rave, but what's the use? To suffer from my own abuse? Beneath it all, I know for sure there has to be a little more. Digging deep enough will find the bedrock of God's wondrous mind. But every time I think too hard as I am walking through my yard, I get confused and just give up Then go inside and have my sup. Perhaps it's not for us to know why there is rain, and sometimes snow, and even hail and death as well, I can't believe on this I dwell now. there's my child and her sweet face I know not I know now why I'm in this place. The world seems brighter with a smile. I think I'll stick around a while <clears throat> well, as I said, it's a little whimsical, but you know. Yet we have to laugh at ourselves sometimes because if we take ourselves too seriously, I think it's probably not a good thing. Of course, it is a serious subject, but, you know, I think there's a lot of truth to the fact that life is supposed to be confusing. See, I don't think anything in life is a coincidence. I don't think anything in life is really uh, there for no reason. I think there's a purpose. I mean, let's face it. If you believe in God and you believe or even in nature, whatever you know i mean it's hard to believe life was just created for no reason, although some people may believe that I do not. I have a science background I was an engineer, I studied engineering and mathematics, computer science was my uh was my job when I got out of college uh so I'm a pretty you know logically based thinker. Pretty left brain, when I started out, but then I kind of widened my perspective when I hit middle age and learned about the spiritual aspects of life. I think that's where you really can understand things. I really think that it's all one thing. In other words, the physical and the spiritual are all part of something, and one flows into the other. <clears throat> so once you combine... The spiritual part of life, with logic and science, it all makes a lot more sense. I mean, even black holes, they say, beyond the event horizon, what they call the event horizon. In other words, when you enter the black hole, when you pass the threshold, time and space ends, and all you have is information. Well, interestingly enough, if you believe in the other side, call it heaven, call it, you know, where we are before we're born and where we go after we die. The spirit world, if you will. And that is described exactly the same way. That in the spirit world, there's only consciousness. Consciousness, knowledge, information, it's all the same thing. So maybe when you enter a black hole, you actually enter that aspect of life, that spirit world. Okay? And even science has an inkling about it let's get back to the subject specifically and let me answer the question I like to make sure I do that okay does life have intrinsic meaning the answer I believe in the strict sense I'm asking it is no it does not Okay? it doesn't have meaning in itself the meaning is what plays out inside life in other words Think of life as an arena, if you will, is a sporting event, okay? The meaning is what transpires during the game, what happens during the time. And that's why we have time, you see, and space. Because time and space means you can have what's called an event. An event is something that happens in a particular time in a particular place. So on the other side, where there is no time and space, you can't have events, In fact, what I understand, on the other side, when you think about something, it is. In other words, you instantly manifest. That's why people are always trying to manifest things in this world. And yes, you can. I created a business after I finished with the corporate world. I was about 50 years old at the time. I always wanted to have a small business. I manifested or created a business out of an idea I read in a book. And it went pretty well for a while, actually. So I was able to make it work. Of course, the difference between doing that on the other side is, on the other side, when you think of it, it instantly, if you will, is. And you're there and you're doing it. In our physical world, where there is time and space, you have to transcend time and space. In other words, you have to walk through time and space, and you have to make it happen, which I did. I got on the phone, and I called company after company to sell my ideas. I wound up with a partner, and together, you know, we made the business happen. It took a couple of years of very hard work, very intensive work. So here, rather than it being manifested instantly, it took, you know, a couple of years of work, which most businesses do and um so i had to use the time and the sp- and the space i was in to make calls to call on prospective customers so on and so forth to create materials marketing materials and uh and so on so so yes we can create but we have to we can but it doesn't happen everything is slowed down in this side so we have to actually use our time and and move through this world in order to make it happen. But but thinking about it and you know everything starts as an idea. Okay? Everything starts as an idea. So so again, you know, is there is there a meaning? Well, again there's no meaning per se, but we can create our own meaning in talking about my uh in my blurb here, you know, people try to find meaning in life. So let's talk about that. Let me discuss that for a moment. All right? Uh, religion, example. What is religion? Religion is something that tells you where you came from, why you're here, and where you're going after you die. You know, I just came from uh, yesterday a funeral of a very close, very, very close friend of mine. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away. That's today, and you think about these things when, you know, when you go through these uh, experiences. As you get older, you, unfortunately, lose your friends. But, um, so, you know, religion defines that for you. That's why religion is so ubiquitous, why so many people need it, why so many people who are lost and don't have meaning in life and need something, find religion is a way of salvation, if you will, not only salvation for the soul, and that's a whole other subject, um, but for their mind, for their, you know, for just feeling comfortable, for getting on with life, it's something that gives us purpose, and yes, we need it. Okay, so that's why we take up causes. For instance, people will take up causes. Some of them. Others, you know, think are ridiculous, or sometimes these causes uh, include violence, which is horrible, especially what's going on in the world today. And um, so, but to them, it makes their life meaningful. It makes their life worthwhile. It is quite ironic to uh, threaten or take or hurt other people, you know, in order to make your life meaningful to me. (laughs) kind of just the opposite, but, you know, it's a strange world we live in, but it, that's how important it is, that people are willing to do that, because it gives their life meaning, of course, there are other causes that are more benign, you know, just helping people, or volunteering in a soup kitchen, is. you know, I, I am a healer, I do healing work for people who have depression and emotional trauma, so, you know, that's a cause, if you will, it's a passion of mine uh, that I do. It's a calling, if you will, and yes, it helps give my life meaning. But uh, but to see how how important, how it could uh, push people to to all horrible horrible things in the world uh, as well as good. So you know, choose wisely, please. And also, creating things, you know, being creative is like mimicking God. God created everything and when we create, I know, I write. I've written a couple of books. I read I wrote. I read uh artic- I write articles. Uh I write poetry, rhyming stories. And that's the greatest feeling in the world. For me, when I'm creating or when I'm doing healing work, I guess because it gives me meaning. And it also takes us away from time and space. It gives us transcendence. And it gets us back to our real home, which is the other side, and that's where we feel most comfortable. When we're in this world, we often, to some extent, feel like fish out of water. A lot of people do more more so than you know, some more than others, depending upon your orientation, meaning you know the type of personality you have. Again, that's a story for another uh, another time. Uh, so. Again, is you know, so, yeah, life is meant to be this way so we could struggle to find that meaning. And struggle is a very important part of life. And, uh, you know, I had nothing in particular. We were fairly poor. You know, we had a place to live and clothes on our back and, you know, and all that. We had our meals. You know, I was never hungry or anything. But, you know, everything else I did on my own did on my own. I worked hard to get into college, and it was a free college. I had to have my grades uh, up high enough to get in, and uh, it was a great education, City College, New York, wonderful. Back then it was free in the 60s, and um, I'm very grateful for that education, and it gave me a start in life. But I worked hard for it throughout my career, and I'm not bragging. A lot of people worked a lot harder than me, Some people had to work during school and things. I'm just saying, you know, I did what I could and what I had to do. And struggle is important. You know, if you get things too easily, it doesn't have the value. And when you struggle for it, you get tremendous, tremendous satisfaction. You know, I worked so hard and, you know, here, here it is, you know, the fruits of my labor. And that, you know, those are the kinds of things that give meaning to life. Okay, because, again, life is just, it's a blank sheet. You know, tabla, uh, I, I can I'm sorry, I, I forgot the uh, the, uh, the Latin uh, for it, but it's, uh, you know, blank slate it means. Now, life is a blank slate. And um, so we have to paint our own picture. We have to make our own meaning. And uh, I think we get the most meaning when we're busy. When we struggle towards something worthwhile and not sit around, especially feel sorry for ourselves, that's the worst thing you could do. You know, I'm up there in age. I'm in my seventh, seventh uh, decade. And, uh, you know, I've had a family. I've ran children. You know, I've had a number of jobs in life. So I've seen a few things, you know, and um, I would say that it's important. To do something. I think a lot of people have a problem because they say they don't know what they want to do. And that comes up time and time again. I was fortunate. I thought I knew what I wanted to do. I have an older brother, 10 years older, who went to City College, took engineering, and started his first job at Pratt & Whitney Aircraft in East Hartford, Connecticut. And I followed him basically did the same thing. So it just happened to work out for me. I did go into computers rather than stay in engineering. But regardless, I had, you know, I had someone to follow. But it doesn't really matter. Everybody could find a path that they really want to. Um and I you know, I thought about this subject, I talked to many people about it. Here's the thing. We all know it, we really all know what we want. The reason we say we don't is we're afraid we either don't have enough confidence in ourselves to believe in ourselves and our own passions and convictions. Okay. or we're afraid to, you know, to make a commitment to something. It's a big mistake, a very big mistake. You have to commit. If you have not, if you, if you don't have something to strive for, you're like a ship without a rudder. You just go round and round and round. You get nowhere. Okay. Listening to other people does not do it. They cannot tell you what life means to you. Only you know that. You must follow your own path. Follow your heart. If you're having a problem, think about your childhood. What gives you passion? What were you passionate about? What gets you excited? Never let anyone talk you out of it. Okay? It's a big mistake. Just because something pays more or it's more acceptable, quote-unquote, whatever that means. Or, you know, us people in our family don't do those things or whatever nonsense people tell you, okay? Don't believe it. I never told my children what careers to pursue. I did tell them, you will do something. (laughs) You will not sit around, feel sorry for yourself in my house, okay? So do something, whatever it is. You go to college, great. If you don't, that's fine. Find a career. Okay, whatever it is that keeps you busy, you know, and, and and something worthwhile, something you enjoy. All right, and it's it's really very really important. And don't be afraid of making mistakes. More mistakes you make, the more successful you are. Mistakes are most important, one of the most important parts of life. And anyone's afraid to make one is a fool, biggest fool that ever lived. Okay, let's make mistakes. It didn't take Einstein 10 years to figure out relatively because he made no mistakes. He made more mistakes than maybe anyone alive. Okay, that's how he became so successful. And so with Thomas Edison and every other genius out there, okay, genius is built on mistakes. I don't even call it mistakes. It's just, you know, sometimes you hit a dead end, trial and error, whatever you want to call it. It's the way we get somewhere. Okay, I did the same thing. I tried to follow my brother in engineering, and maybe I wasn't as smart as him. I guess I wasn't. So I couldn't, you know, I couldn't. It was, I found engineering too daunting. I do have a learning disability. Maybe that was part of it. Maybe I work too slow. I'm a slow reader. And whatever it was I found, I hit a dead end there after I studied engineering for a few years. So I switched to math, and I graduated City College with a degree in math. And I got hired as an engineer anyway, so there you go. At the same company, there you go. So even though it didn't turn out exactly the way I thought, it turned out fine anyway. And that's the way it could be. If it doesn't, if you have, if you have a goal and you work towards it, even if you don't reach it, maybe three quarters there, halfway there, or nine tenths there, you find out. "Mm, You know what? I've had all this experience and all. You know, maybe I want to take a little side step because. You know, during my studies, I studied this particular subject, and it was fascinating. And I really want to be an archaeologist instead of a a doctor or an engineer or a lawyer, whatever it is. And that's great. You see? But you're moving forward. You could take a a step to the side and then keep moving forward. As long as you're moving forward, it doesn't matter. So don't stand there, you know, with your thumb up, you know what, saying, I can't move. I can't go anywhere. Keep moving. That's the important thing. As long as you keep moving, you'll get somewhere, and your life will have meaning. All right? That's how we give meaning to life, by staying busy, by doing something worthwhile, by considering other people, by trying to be helpful, by making a difference. And it doesn't matter if you're an accountant, if you count the beans, okay? If you make the beans, if you sell the beans, it doesn't matter as long as you're doing something. All right? As long as you're doing something. If making money is your thing, make money. If that's what gives you pleasure, that's fine. Somebody's got to do it. It's okay. And by making money, you're going to have to be providing a service. No one's going to pay you money for doing nothing. No one's going to pay you money for not doing anything useful. So by making money, even if you feel it's selfish, it's okay. Because something gets done while you're doing it. You know, try to be try to be a decent person, try not to cheat people, try to give value, you know, try to be as ethical as you can, of course, but again, the meaning of life is about doing something worthwhile. Trust yourself. <clears throat> Trust your instincts. They're always right. Always right. I'll say it again. Your instincts are always right. They're never wrong. Because they come from our spirit guides. They're trying to direct us. You know, when you pray for an answer. And prayer works too. Okay, I don't care what the New York Time, what the Daily News says on its cover. I'm not going to get political here, but prayer is meaningful. Sorry, Daily News. It's very meaningful. And uh, of course, action helps too. But prayer is worthwhile. That's how, that's how, the Spirit world knows you want something and and often the answers come may not exactly be the way you think, the time you think, but something comes from it, okay It's worthwhile doing that <clears throat> so do something, trust yourself, now why do I say your gut feeling is always right because it comes from our guides that guide us, you know, it's a tough world here, we all know that, and it's confusing, that's why it's confusing, because people don't see meaning in the world itself, in and of itself, so, you know, it's hard to maneuver sometimes, it's hard to find where we're going, what's right and wrong, if you trust your heart, and uh, I listen to a lot of spiritual uh, books on tape, I read a lot of books and so on, and I heard this from Deepak Chopra, I uh, was a very wise man. Uh, he said, run things through your heart. Your heart knows everything. It understands. And I, I believe that's true. I've done that. Okay? <clears throat> and sometimes our logic is wrong because the logic can't see around corners, but instinct does. Instinct knows what's going on, you know, around corners and in a different time frame. So that's why you trust it all the time. Because it's psychic, if you will. I'm not afraid to use that word. Psychic phenomenon exist. It's real. And it helps direct us. So, again, how to figure out, you know, what you should do? Listen to your heart. Go with your passion. Think about your childhood, what you were excited about. And never, never, never let anyone talk you out of it. Because... It's your life. It's not their life. Okay? And it's very selfish. I'm sorry, people, if I'm insulting someone. It's very selfish of anyone to tell their child what kind of work to do because they happen to do it. All right? That's a very selfish thing. And a lot of people are unhappy because they had to follow their parents into a line of work because they did it. If they want to, great. But don't make them do it it's just there if they want it they know they can okay <clears throat> I followed my brother because I wanted to I was good to math and science Well, it made sense and it worked but he didn't say anything nobody forced me or pressured me that way so I'm saying your parents let your child be who, who they want to be that's my advice as a grandparent <laughs> so okay folks that's pretty much it If anyone would like to find out more about me, you can go to depressivesanonymous.org, D-E-P-R-E-S-S-I-V-E-S-A-N-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S.org. If you want to find out more about my book, Freight Train Freddy, go to ftfcreations.com, F-T-F as in Freight Train Freddy, creations.com, and you can see the beautiful pictures by Peter Read some of the rhyming verse that I wrote, and uh, you can get a nice present for a child at Christmas time. Okay, bye everyone. Have a happy holiday. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you happen to celebrate. Okay, enjoy the holidays. Be safe. Don't drink and drive, please. Let someone else drive. Okay. We want everyone to be safe and get through the New Year's alive and well. Bye now, and I'm gonna let, uh, I'm gonna end with Freight Train Freddy by Peter Tazone. Bye now.
0: He was up each morning with the dawn because he knew his daily run. Was long and hard and he had to be ready To get his freight train down the track Determination he would never lack The little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy Everybody was his friend And they all helped him to the end Keep those freight cars rolling along steady He never knew what to expect And was very careful not to wreck The little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy The little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy